What's up, guys? It's good to be live. Happy Monday. There's a couple of new code words I'm going to be using in this segment to get to the truth as a special treat to the YouTube bots. We're going to use the words smartastic and domino. Smartastic voting systems and domino voting systems. Okay. No. You know, maybe the bots will like that. So a new lawsuit filed this month connects some dots as to why DirecTV would abruptly cancel OAN, which has grown in popularity over the course of its tenure on cable TV, especially with Donald Trump shouting them out left and right, prioritizing them for questions during his presidency. And the fact that uh, a lot of people ditched Fox after the 2020 election. Where did they go to? A lot of them went to Newsmax and OAN. A lot of people realized Newsmax was pretty compromised too and started to all go to OAN. So with the eyeballs going to OAN, why would DirecTV abruptly cancel them? Monetarily, it makes no sense. Well, in January, DirecTV announced it canceled, it, it was canceling OAN. Uh, reports say that OAN will stop airing on DirecTV next month in April. Now, this month, OAN has sued AT&T, the owner of DirecTV, for breach of contract, among other things. And they are naming one man as a defendant in that lawsuit. That man is William Kennard. Here's where it gets interesting. William Kennard was named chairman of the board of directors of AT&T three days after the 2020 election, according to AT&T. Kennard is also listed as an executive board member at Staple Street Capital, which acquired Domino Voting Systems in 2018. So he's at the top of Domino Voting Systems. And AT&T, who's in charge of putting OAN on the air. Guess what OAN's been doing on the air? Calling out Domino Voting Systems for its alleged big-time corruption. So, in response to OAN talking about Domino Voting Systems on its airwaves, Domino Voting Systems has launched a one6 billion dollar lawsuit against OAN. Herring Networks is the parent company of OAN. It's a family owned business. Uh, Robert Herring launched the whole thing um, around a decade ago. OAN's a very new network. So Herring Networks is getting sued into oblivion to delete OAN from existence. If, if, Domino Voting Systems wins this thing. Uh, how is OAN going to pay $1.6 billion? Now, this voting system has a lot of incentive to win its lawsuit. How does it win its lawsuit against OAN? Well, it helps by stripping OAN of its funding. If OAN cannot get any ad revenue because it's been deplatformed from TV, then it can't fund its defense. So Domino ends up winning. Yeah, guys, you're not catching on to my code words, are you? You're, you're like, Domino, what is that? 
guys, I'm not allowed to talk about these voting systems on YouTube or I will get deplatformed. So with Kennard at the helm of both, he can finagle things to help domino voting systems win if he deletes them from the airwaves then their ad revenue goes away and they're no longer able to fund their defense. Domino voting systems wins the lawsuits and OAN is, goes into oblivion. So this is what's being argued in the new lawsuit filed uh, by OAN. Uh, it gets really interesting now when we get into smartastic <laughs> voting systems as well. The plot thickens even more. Before I get into it, got to shout out sponsor of my coverage. Stop what you're doing and check this out. 18,000 weapons were given to reservists in Kiev. This is, a, a, uh, this is after Ukraine banned men from the age of 18 to 60 from leaving the country. 18,000 guns with ammunition were distributed to hold back the Russian invaders with more firearms coming. Our, our country's own Second Amendment is one key reason why we don't have to be worried about being invaded. One Japanese admiral is quoted as saying, I would never invade America. There is a gun behind every blade of grass. The Second Amendment pocket watch is an excellent way to show your support for American gun rights while adding a new accessory to your everyday carry. It's a high quality stainless steel pocket watch with patriotic engravings of skulls and revolvers and Second Amendment quotes. I always get compliments when I bring mine out in public. Imagine how impressed your friends will be when you show this one off. The best part is about this offer is that it's absolutely free. Just handle shipping. If you support the Second Amendment and your family, your family will love this. Get the Second Amendment pocket watch for free plus shipping for the next 24 hours by going to supportthesecond.com or visit that link down in my description. Supportthe2nd.com. If you're a dude, you stick it in your pocket. If you're a girl, I just like to wear it around my neck. Although I, I think it's a manly necklace for men to wear as well. Uh, either either way, it's pretty cool. All right. So guys, um, again, we got super chats going. I'll, I'll uh, respond to super chats at the end. So let me get into this. Uh, turns out, so Kennard is, is at the helm of this... Uh, entire AT&T network. He's also at the helm of domino voting systems and AT&T people don't realize is involved in elections and election integrity. Uh, AT&T is in, is directly involved in designing voting system. So Kennard seems to have a real uh, interest in voting because he's at the helm of multiple companies that deal with voting. Uh, executive board member and, uh, of Domino and or, of um, the ownership company of Domino and, uh, and chairman of the board of the directors at AT&T. Now get this, AT&T, as it turns out, in 2019 helped design the voting system for the largest by far voting district in America, the place where the most votes 
are cast in one district that would that would be Los Angeles County. His organization, Canards AT and T, helped design the, those voting systems in partnership with who? Smartastic. <laughs> Smartastic voting systems. Guys, I'm using code words. Okay. Um, so this man, Kennard, he is, uh, he's really, he's really, uh, has an interest in elections. He also has a big interest in the Democratic Party, first appointed, uh, to a position by, uh, uh, Bill Clinton, President Bill Clinton. Here he is on my screen. We're talking about Mr. Kennard, William E. Kennard. This is StableStreetCapital.com. This is his bio on there. And uh, again, Staple Street Capital acquired Domino Voting Systems in 2018. They are the big financer that was able to make the voting systems company even more powerful and prominent than it previously was. Uh, and then I, I will also show you uh, his rise to power at AT&T right here. Uh, this uh, website, uh, date of November 6, 2020, three days after the election, William E. Kennard named chairman of AT&T's board of directors. And uh, so the lawsuit against uh, AT&T and specifying Mr. Kennard, uh, it appears that Robert Herring, the owner of, of OAN, One America News, believes that William Kennard is the big reason that OAN is getting canceled off the airwaves. I have linked the, I have linked the lawsuit uh, down below, uh, lawsuit filed by One America News against AT&T, the owner of, of DirecTV, for breach of contract. I feel like it's received very little headlines, but here is the lawsuit, which, again, I've linked below. below. It's also on OAN's website. Uh, you can see Herring Network, the owner of OAN, is suing AT&T, specifically naming William Kennard. And, guys... If we look, if we look at a free market system where money is the motive, there would be no motive to get rid of OAN because they've they've been growing in popularity, uh, according to reports. Um, Reuters was reporting in a lot in the loss in this lawsuit. Herring said that OAN ranks in the top 10% of direct TV programming ahead of CNBC, Newsmax, and CNN Headline News. Uh, Reuters couldn't independently verify that claim, and TV rating services do not release OAN figures. I don't know why uh, they don't release OAN figures. But the key uh, part where the plot really thickens in all of this is page 12 of this lawsuit uh, where Mr. Kennard is mentioned. It says, quote, as an executive board member of Domino Majority owned Staple Street, Kennard is invested in helping to make Domino succeed and become as profitable as possible. This includes ensuring Domino defeats its opponents, such as Herring, in Domino's defamation litigation. 
And one way to hasten Herring's defeat is by cutting off Herring's ability to earn revenue to help fund its defense. Again, Herring is the, is the owner of OAN. Kennard's role as chairman of AT&T's board gives Kennard significant influence over AT&T and its subsidiaries. Given AT&T's sole ownership of AT&T services and AT&T's majority ownership in DirecTV, it is obvious that AT&T, through Kennard, induced DirecTV to discontinue its relationship with Herring without legally adequate justification. So according to this lawsuit, uh, AT&T is breaking its own contract in trying to get out of get get OAN off of its airwaves ASAP. So if you like OAN and you have DirecTV, which the majority the majority of the households who watch OAN watch it through DirecTV. So this is going to be absolutely devastating to OAN come next month when it's no longer on the airwaves. Yeah, you're no longer going to be able to see this. Uh, so. It's almost as if it appears that AT&T is, is sacrificing one of its popular channels. Why would it do that? Is it because of wanting to, Kennard wanting to win this giant lawsuit against OAN? That's a big question, and that's what is cited in this lawsuit the owner of OAN believes that is that is the reason. Now, guess what? Another lawsuit was filed against OAN in just November of 2021, quite recently, regarding the 2020 election. And that lawsuit was filed by Smartastic Voting Systems. So, again, like I mentioned, Smartastic Voting Systems is in direct collaboration with AT&T. So Mr. Kennard is connected to both of these highly questionable voting systems. And he he's connected to two big lawsuits against OAN. And if he can obliterate OAN's revenue, then he can, in fact, win those lawsuits because they won't be able to fund their defense. They're going to be bankrupt. I want to show you this website right here. Uh, this is business.att.com. So this is AT&T's own website where they brag about helping to design Los Angeles's new election system for the 2020 election. And it's really interesting that Smartastic Voting Systems is not mentioned at all in this. Uh, they created a brand new voting system um, it was a collaboration between smart, smart-tastic voting systems and AT&T to create a voting system uh, by a new name. So smart-tastic is not even mentioned in this. Uh, the new name of that voting system is VSAP. VSAP. It says here, uh, the county had long maintained a relationship with AT&T, but it increased that collaboration to help make VSAP a reality. 
quote, bringing in AT&T helped us in many capacities, including streamlining our cybersecurity and network operations, as well as process improvement. One key decision, which the county implemented in April 2019, was to assemble a program team led by AT&T's consulting group and select subject matters experts from AT&T's security organization. The team was co-located with the registrar recorder, which facilitated communication and helping protect the election. That was very unique. The AT&T strategic uh, lead for the initiative said, we felt like we were part of the organization. Anyway, it goes on and on about how closely AT&T worked with the voter registrar in Los Angeles County and with Smartastic voting systems. So then we find out that in the end of 2021, Smartastic voting systems has sued OAN. So now we've got the two allegedly sketchy voting systems, Domino and Smartastic, both connected to this one man, Kennard, two lawsuits against OAN, and we wonder why Kennard's company is is abruptly canceling OAN. He may or may not have a big financial incentive to do that, actually. He might or may not have more money on the line in his lawsuits than money on the line from revenue from viewers subscribing to DirecTV. Uh, in January, after AT&T and DirecTV announced they are abruptly canceling OAN, uh, President Trump called for uh, viewers of OAN to just cancel their DirecTV subscriptions in protest. Um, so the suit also, uh, this OAN lawsuit against AT&T and Mr. Kennard, Details how media nonprofit groups called for deplatforming OAN. Besides Reuters, uh, the suit name, the suit names NAACP, Media Matters, Greenpeace, and HBO. They, uh, John Oliver on HBO. They all have put a lot of public pressure on AT and T to cancel OAN. And now my question today is. Are supporters of OAN going to put pressure on AT&T to cancel William Kennard because they're just about to lose their favorite news outlet? Um, I guess the best way for them to put, put pressure on AT&T is just to cancel their subscription to uh, DirecTV. So, uh, Mr. Herring, owner of a, of, of OAN is putting William Kennard on blast. He said, uh, he, he called in the lawsuit, he called William Kennard a registered Democrat with deep ties to the party, having been appointed in 97 as chairman of the SFCC by President Bill Clinton and in 2009 as the U.S. ambassador, ambassador to the European Union by President President Barack Obama. So 
two Democrat presidents, Clinton and Obama, have appointed this guy to high up positions. Uh, William Kennard is obviously in deep with those guys. Um, I want to show you guys the update when he, uh, when William Kennard was uh, given his position of power at AT and T. Interestingly, three days after the election, um, here's. Here's the article. AT&T names William Kennard, former FCC head, as company's next chairman. And they have that big AT&T building in the background uh, or in, as the as the top picture. That's the Nashville AT&T building uh, where there was an explosion in December of 2020. And theories circulated surrounding that building and the real reasons for its explosion and whether it was election related. But we do, we do know for fact, I know that the, the fact checking websites went to town on that and we're like, absolutely not. You guys are coming up with things out of thin air, which I think some theories surrounding that explosion were unfounded. Like there, there was a theory um, well, there was a theory in some of the fact check articles about, um, one of the, uh, brother-in-laws of Joe Biden being one of the chairman of, or one of the co-founders of the company that owns Domino Voting Systems, which is totally wrong. It was based on two people having similar names. Um, but the fact is, uh, AT&T does deal in election system designs. I just showed you the article on AT&T's own website bragging about their collab with Smartastic voting systems, except they kept it low key by not naming Smartastic. But if you look up what VSAP voting is, it's a system designed by Smartastic. So, you know, they have worked very, very closely in, in voting systems. And it's very interesting that that building, ex, you know, had that explosion. But really, I think I think that the man who ran, or, you know, drove his vehicle up there and then and then detonated, detonated an IED. I think he was a troubled guy who was committing suicide. He killed his, himself. He caused damage to the building, which actually caused um, cell service outage, phone service outage, and a lot of outages in the Tennessee area. This was a Tennessee local man. And at last check, this AT&T building was the tallest building in Nashville. So I think this man was a troubled suicidal man who wanted to make headlines in his death and picked the tallest building. And I, I haven't seen you, you guys could tell me in the comments, but I haven't seen any evidence that he was connected to some greater ploy to, to delete uh, evidence uh, relating to the election. Now, do I think the elections are, are flawed? Absolutely. Um, and do I think that, um, you know, 
do, do I think there's a big lie about the big lie? hundred percent, hundred percent. There's a big lie about the big lie. Um, there it's disgusting. The media collaboration in, in covering up any evidence that comes up. It's horrible. And they, and these media members just blind, just put all their blinders on and forget about it. Uh, I was looking at, at Domino Voting's website, um, again, still using code words here. And they listed all the media outlets they're suing. Number one, Fox Corp. Um, and number two, Fox News. So they're, they're doing a double lawsuit against Fox. And then they're also suing Newsmax, OAN, Mike Lindell, Rudy Giuliana, Giuliani, Sidney Powell. Um, yeah, those are the main ones. They also have a list of retractions uh, where Domino Voting has reached out and said, you lied about us, you must, under the First Amendment, retract. And there is only one outlet who did a retraction. That's the American thinker. So that's really interesting to me that nobody else has issued a retraction because honestly, I don't think they need to, because honestly, I don't think there's any proof that any of these outlets are lying about domino voting systems. That's the thing. But this voting system thinks that it can get away with these lawsuits because it knows that all of the corporate media has its back in, uh, pushing this big lie about the big lie, which is what they're doing. Um, there's only, there isn't a big lie. There's a big lie about the big lie. Okay. And then there's a lot of curious minds who are looking at a lot of questionable things. And then the media is circling the wagons, uh, the same media that I used to be a part of, by the way. And I was working for Fox when I was uh, obtaining all kinds of uh, concerning evidence. And, and I think Fox at that time was already getting threats from Jimmy. Oh crap. I just said it. Um, <laughs> the bots are going to come after me now. Um, so Fox was already like, Ooh, Ivory, don't, don't talk about that. And I think this is a lot of why the media self censors is, is I think more of, more because of fear of lawsuits than because of a giant scheme uh, where they're collaborating with uh, leftist government officials. Although, you know, maybe, maybe some of that's true as well. But I know that Tucker Carlson, for instance, said we need to keep our eyes zoned in on this election, figure out exactly what happened, no matter how long it takes that's basically a quote from him back in November 2020. And he proceeded into silence after that. And I think he proceeded into silence because Fox aggressively pressured him to because now there is a ton of money on the line for Fox, more money on the line for Fox than, Fo than, than Tucker's salary. And I think that I think that Fox came to Tucker and said, hey, we give you reign to say a lot of things we're not comfortable with, but this one thing regarding the election is where we draw the line. You will not talk about the 2020 election or you are fired, Tucker. I think I really think that's what Fox did to Tucker uh, because and, and what drove them to do that is the domino voting system lawsuit. There's enough money on the line. And that's precisely why domino voting system is suing for as much as they're suing for because they want it to be such a scary dollar amount that it is way more 
than the revenue brought in by Tucker being on the air. So they can really just the lawsuit alone is Domino's way of shutting people up from talking about what's going on with them uh, more than whether Domino voting is going to win any of this. I, I, I don't see Domino voting winning any of this because these outlets are protected by the first amendment when, uh, when these outlets are covering uh, some questions surrounding Domino voting system, you are allowed under the first amendment to question and speculate and bring up different topics surrounding it. Okay. Um, and I, I don't see any actual malice being uncovered in, uh, in all of these things, but, uh, I, I, I would be shocked if there's proof of actual malice, meaning that some of these right wing news hosts knew that they were lying about Domino and intentionally said this lie about them because they wanted to hurt Domino voting. That's how Domino voting would win an actual uh, actual malice lawsuit. I just don't see that happening. So I think they're only suing to scare these news outlets and shut them up. And I think it's a hundred percent working sadly. Oh, and the outlet it's not working with is OAN, by the way. It's fascinating. You know, I actually had a small conversation with Robert Herring, the owner of OAN, several months ago. And, you know, I, and I just talked to him about why I'm insanely hesitant to work for any news outlet after this. There's a reason that I, there's a reason I sit here and do YouTubes rather than working for a news outlet because a lot of news outlets have approached me. But there is way too much of this fear of lawsuits in these news outlets. The, the news outlets are so freaking timid that they shut up their news personalities. And I said, I do not want to be muzzled ever again. So I will stay independent, do my own thing, figure out my own thing. And it adds a, a lot of headaches, but I just want to do my own thing. And Robert Herring told me that he is one outlet that does not ever muzzle their people. They do not tell their people what to do. And I happened to check the Twitter account of one of the OAN personalities about the same time he said that. And, and he mentioned that they were being sued by, uh, by, by Domino voting at the time. When we talked, the lawsuit was underway, $1.6 billion on the line. If you talk about any sort of anomalies in the election, you know, and if you look at when Domino sued Fox, what happened is Fox promptly zipped its lips. That lawsuit against Fox worked like a charm. But when Domino sued OAN, those news per personalities kept talking about election anomalies. And up to the point where when he told me that, I checked the Twitter account of one of the on-air talent, and she was talking very aggressively about election anomalies. And it was a stark contrast between OAN and Fox. And I realized that he's not just saying that. Robert Herring is genuinely allowing his news personalities to have completely free speech unmuzzled. And I was like, that's pretty impressive and respectable, given that you're under a very stressful lawsuit right now. And I think that is partly why AT&T is taking this aggressive action of deplatforming OAN, because not even 
a devastating lawsuit will stop them from speaking out about what their viewers are concerned about. And there are a lot of Americans who are very concerned about our elections right now. And uh, sadly, a lot of Americans have been peer pressured into thinking that, uh, oh, I, I must have just made this up in my head about the concerns about the 2020 election. No, you guys didn't. There were genuinely piles upon piles of anomalies in the 2020 election and media creepily circled the wagons against it. I mean, I have a, a recording of the sales director for na nationwide for election systems and software, ESNS company. That is a company that does not get talked about enough. That is a company with a lot of concerns. I believe, uh, I believe that ENS, ESNS election voting company is actually, actually has its machines in more voting districts across America than these other sketchy companies that we hear a lot about. So why isn't ESNS being talked about more? I tried to cover some of the stuff that was genuinely going on, some of the evidence surrounding them, and my bosses suppressed it. Well, I put that out now since uh, since I'm independent. It's on my independent website, ivoryhecker.com, link down below. Can't put it on YouTube. They would censor it out. Guess what? I put a teaser of that evidence on TikTok, and TikTok deplatformed me for going against their community guidelines simply by showing the national sales director of ESNS when confronted admitting on camera, on cell phone camera, that you can indeed feed one ballot through as many times as you want and it will count for a new vote. That is a pretty damning flaw in that software. And it's the national sales director admitting it when confronted, which means he was well aware of this problem as he was pimping these machines out to different districts. This is, this is the footage that the American people need to see and be aware of the giant flaws in ESNS that were uh, discovered in one small district in Texas when something very strange happened with more votes than voters. I don't know how many bot trigger words I'm kicking off right now, but guys, Fox didn't want me to air this. This was just after the, uh, the 2020 election. So I think this is when domino voting was coming for Fox's throat with that giant lawsuit. And Fox was like, ooh, we're not going to talk about any of this. Um, so you just need to be aware the ESNS voting systems is everywhere in, in um, almost every state. And for some reason, the media is not talking about them as much as they're talking about domino voting system and Smartastic, which, you know, there, there are a lot of genuine questions in regards to those two. What we really need to focus on is how are the votes being transferred? Are the votes, once they're all cast, are they being transferred electronically? Um, I, don't, I don't know the state laws everywhere, but Texas has pretty good state laws in regards to elections. That's where I'm based. 
And it is against the law in Texas to electronically transfer votes, um, whether through the internet or through an intranet. It's, if you do that, it opens the, um, ballots up to, um, what's a word that YouTube will allow to being compromised through guys who intrude into the internet or intranet. So there you go. Uh, those are, those are things that you, you can't do in Texas. And in the 2019 election, um, the, the third biggest voting district in America, which is in Texas, Houston, was caught attempting to do that, attempting to break the law right before the election. They were caught, called out, and had to scramble. And I covered that in 2019. They were playing those games. So in 2020, how many people played those games as well and were not caught? That's my big question. But I can tell you that the state of Texas banned domino voting systems in January of 2020, long before the election, long before any organized conspiracy theory, because it wasn't the issues with domino were not a conspiracy theory. Secretary of State of Texas election investigators carefully examined those machines in December of 2019 and determined those machines are hazardous to integrity of elections. Ban signed off by Secretary of State's office 2020, January. I try to bring that to light in the news. My bosses say, nope, not newsworthy. Creepy. Fox Corp is highly compromised, and that's why I got out of there. Um. All right. So I, that's, I think that's everything I wanted to tackle. Um, you know, I wanted to show you guys more things, but I, there's just too many, um, there's just too many code words that, you know, YouTube doesn't even want me talking about this topic, but I think it's very interesting. If you look into why, why, uh, OAN is being canceled from the airwaves, uh, infringing on on free speech i think it's we're we're looking at big corporate interests uh the mixing of uh, you know one man at the helm of multiple corporations who has intense political views obviously with his ties to obama and clinton um that he at that powerful position is um compromising what the viewers want in favor of his special interests. So now it's up to the viewers to put enough pressure on AT&T, um, either by hitting up their phone and email and saying, why did you cancel my favorite news outlet? Or by simply canceling direct TV. But if you cancel your direct TV subscription, you should really let AT&T know why you, that you did it and why you did it. Because these news outlets, they do, or these, you know, these companies, they pay attention to their customer feedback. They don't want bad business. But right now they've got a powerful man in charge named Mr. Kennard, and uh, he's, he's making some strange decisions. All right. So, so, so what's next in this lawsuit? Uh, Times of San Diego reported that AT&T has not filed a response in the complaint, which was filed by OAN. 
but a motion hearing is set for May 6th before Judge John Mayer. That is in the state court in San Diego. Uh, so there you, there you go. And, uh, oh, interesting an anecdote is that another lawsuit that OAN filed was actually against Rachel Maddow. Um, Rachel Maddow basically defamed OAN when she said that OAN is quote, literally paid Russian propaganda. And guess what? The judge threw out that lawsuit. The judge said that Maddow's words were protected under the, the First Amendment to call OAN literally paid Russian propaganda. That's protected, according to the judge, which I, the, I guess the judge decided that all she, she was saying was an opinion. So if that is an opinion from her, then anything these other people have said about domino voting systems seems like an opinion as well. We shall see. All right. All the best, you guys. Talk